Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Go Long Podcast, an, an emergency edition of the Go Long Podcast. Um, I'm here with Jim Monas, my co-host, and you know it's a it, it, it's a justifiable criticism of this podcast, the, the, the Rogers talk, but it has been the number one story all off season long. Finally, finally, I think everybody kind of knows where they were Monday when. Rappaport kind of throws in one bomb. Schefter throws in another bomb. And he's back, Jim. He's back, sort of, on his weird, awkward terms. Um, before we break it all down, how in the hell are you? What's going on? I'm good. I'm, I'm thinking about you a lot. You know, you got you got some big events. You, you have that Rogers story coming down. You, <laughs> another big event in your life may be happening tomorrow. I mean, a lot going on. And I'm glad that it's finally over with Rogers one way or the other. So now let's break it down. Well, I think Aaron was really looking after the Dunn family here in uh, the greater <laughs> Boston Colden area. You're right. We were welcoming uh, a baby into the world any hour on the hour. Um, Incredible. So good to get this kind of resolved. <laughs> I'm glad it's done. So I'm going to pull it up here. I mean, at this point, it's kind of at the tip of my tongue. And if you guys haven't had a chance, Wrote about it at golongtd.com for subscribers in um, this week's edition of The Thread. It's our weekly column. And, um, yeah, I mean, you'll kind of know where I stand with this in there, and we're going to get into it too, Jim. But I think it's a little ridiculous. So um, let's pull it up. So he's back. They voided the 2023 year in Rogers' contract. This is all per Adam Schefter, the terms of the agreement. I mean, he's back in Green Bay. So, you know, he probably by the time people listen to this, he signed this. It's not even a contract. Like it's like no. a it's like a a list of it's either a, a list of concessions or a list of demands wherever you kind of fall with this all. But well, Tyler, if you think about this, not that before you get into it, but this is kind of what we spoke about when it all broke. Like this isn't about money. It never was about money. It never was about money. It never right? was. And so that's what people should know out, out of the jump. There's no new money in this deal. Like that that's wild. So we, everybody's been saying it from day one. It's not about money for Aaron Rodgers. He just bought a home in Malibu, 28 mil, 
straight cash from what one player told me. Like <laughs> he can, th- th- he, he's on a different stratosphere when it comes to money. So it's not about that. So here are the concession slash demands. Uh, the 2023 year in his contract, that third year of the three years he has remaining, that's been voided. So they can't do any tags after that. He's got two years left. But the Packers agree to review Aaron Rodgers' situation at the end of the season. And as Schefter noted, that implies that if he's still unhappy, if his feelings are still hurt, which, barring a miracle, um, they probably will be. I mean, John Kuhn, one of his best friends, said as much on CBS Radio last night that, you know, the writing's on the wall that this is his last year in Green Bay. So they review, they agree to review his situation at the end of this 2021 season. So that's kind of unprecedented, at least in the public eye. I've, I've never heard of that. Um, also, his contract will be adjusted with no loss of income to give the Packers more cap room. That's what was frustrating the Packers all along is that he just wasn't giving them flexibility to sign the players that he wanted them to sign. And then I, I love this, Jim. This is, this is really great. And I'd, I'd love to know how the verbiage of this bullet point is manufactured for public consumption. Mechanisms will be put in place to address Rogers' issues with the team. Mechanisms. Um, so mechanisms, what does that mean? Well, Jeremy Fowler, um, another fantastic reporter at ESPN, even better person. Everybody should follow his work. He tossed out that possibility that hey th- this could mean that the pack the Packers have to publicly apologize a mea culpa that they might need to st- stand at the mic a la Eddard Stark and you know admit their wrongs in the situation which we joked about back in April May early May when we did the first podcast I remember we were like joking about it like one of the, the, the quarterbacks, um, friends, surrogates, campaign advisor, whatever you want to call him in Milwaukee, kind of tossed this out there on the radio. Hey, maybe Brian Gutekind should publicly apologize. Um, I just, uh, I, I think that's really ridiculous, but that's where they're at. I mean, if that's, if that's the case, that's where they're at. Uh, we're going to find out. I don't think a GM needs to apologize for drafting a player he believes in. Um, and then there's one other thing, Jim. Um, at first, I thought it was a joke. Like, I, I think I wrote this in the column. I thought it was like a column straight out of The uh, the Onion, um, Babylon B, what, what have you. But <laughs> Trey Wingle threw it out. <laughs> Trey Wingle said, like, what Aaron Rodgers wants is for the team to trade for Randall Cobb, um, who was not good last season on arguably the worst team in the NFL in Houston, a slot receiver who's old, um, reliant on speed has pretty much lost his speed but he's really good friends with Aaron Rodgers um there well he was one of his best friends on the team so if that trade goes down I mean holy shit like then we really know that Aaron Rodgers is an assistant general manager of the Green Bay Packers because I mean it's football wise it makes no sense you just drafted Amari Rodgers you've got Marquez Valdez Stanley you've got Alan Lazard you've Devontae Adams obviously but um, to add a washed player just because Aaron Rodgers wants him would be would be something. So um, to me, Jim, real quick, I mean, we're going to get into everything and I'll, I want to hear your point of view on this all. To me, I, I think this is all kind of ridiculous. I think that they're delaying a divorce that's inevitable, that his trade value, I mean, business-wise, football-wise, let's look at that first. His trade value is never going to be higher than it is right now. Um, I mean, 
before the draft, it was higher even then. You know, Green Bay could have looked in their crystal ball and, and saw this shitstorm coming. I mean, then boom, San Francisco, third overall pick. Give us another first. Give us two seconds. Hey, throw a Bosa in there. Throw, like, who knows what they could have got? I mean, Kyle Shanahan would have probably done anything for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, can you imagine what they could have gotten that hall? Even now with Denver, even now with Las Vegas, it's it's not going to be higher a year from now. You're talking more wear and tear on a 38 who will then be 39 the following December year old quarterback. This is a guy who's broken his collarbone twice, who suffered concussions, who plays outside of the pocket. I know he's the MVP and it's hard to just trade an MVP. He's talented. Business-wise, it doesn't make much sense to me. And then we'll, we'll get into all of the drama, all of the other stuff, all the potential toxicity you have in welcoming back a quarterback who clearly does not want to be there. I don't care what he says to the media today. And I don't care if he calls Adam Schefter or a fool, a liar, all of us in the media. Fake. It's ridiculous. We saw it for what it was. It was passive aggressive start to finish. Um, I think it would have been smart for Green Bay to get out this offseason. That's why we wrote it from day one, you know, that this is – a personality unlike any other. You've drafted a quarterback. Move forward. Jim, the floor is yours. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, here's where I think we have to break this down, is how we said from the start, right? I remember when this all came out and we were laughing a little bit about the apology, but I do remember saying to you, you do whatever you can to keep Aaron Rodgers. And and this is coming from the Gutica side, the GM side of it, is, look, we know we're a game away. We know we can win a Super Bowl with our team right now, with Aaron Rodgers. We know this. So we have to keep him, and that's what they're doing. And honestly, the stuff that they're doing is as infuriating as it is to you to see them kind of bow down to him. It's not that big of a deal for what they're doing from their side, from the front office side. I mean, it's not what are they really doing. They're just putting themselves in a position to win a Super Bowl this year. That's what they're doing. And regardless of what you may have given up as far as if you did trade him at the draft when it was at his highest to get max value, you can't make up. I don't care how many first round picks you get next year or two years from now. It wouldn't make up for the fact that you could win a Super Bowl this year. You win a Super Bowl. You're good. I'm telling you, the Saints are still smiling from our Super Bowl back into like we still smile about it. it. It doesn't go away. It doesn't get lost. And Green Bay knows they have a shot to win it with him. The Randall Cobb thing, who cares? Big deal. Get him. Really? You don't Get care him. about that? Who cares? Cut him if he stinks. Well, you know, why hey, stop, hey, why Aaron, stop hey, Aaron, Cobb? Brought him in. Well, Cobb, I mean, look what Houston did right away. Like, they went and got Anthony Miller from the Bears yeah, the other yeah. day. Who, I don't even know why the Bears are getting rid of him. I mean, he's been a pretty good player. That they actually <laughs> because drafted. they're trading Cobb to Green Bay probably, right? Yeah. They, so Houston, no, it's, this is, this is, it is remarkable. It's never, we've never seen anything like it. I get it from Green Bay side, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think his teammates could care. They don't care. No, they don't care. Come nope. On. You're right. I'll Come agree on. with you there. Remember, remember we talked to Jiree Evans. He didn't, care. I mean, he no. was like, I don't care what he does right now. Just show up and let's play. Yeah. They, so they, they don't care. They don't care. And it's, it, and they are the best team in their division. We know this. They should win their division. We know this. I mean, it's lined up. If Aaron Rodgers really is, does love football, wants to win one more Super Bowl, this is his best opportunity. But why stop at Randall Cobb, Jim? You know, you know, John Kuhn is working for Packers.com doing some videos 
sign him to a year contract, you know, give him the ball on fourth and one at the goal line, see how that plays out. You know, Ruval Martin, he was one of his best friends, like early on when he was a backup back in 05, 06. Got to think he's got a few snaps in him. You know, why why stop there? You know, Jordy Nelson, bring him out of retirement. Get, get a, let, let him do whatever he wants. It's, they don't need Cobb at all. <laughs> they don't. There's not no, one person that evaluates their roster that would tell you they need Cobb. But, hey, Aaron, if that's who you want for training camp and to throw around it, on third and, you know, third and four, and that's your go-to guy instead of a tight end, you like the slot receiver, fine, we'll bring him in. I just, I get what Green Bay's doing. I get it. I it, And it does, it's ridiculous. Like this whole thing, I, I can't believe it really, just even watching him arrive, like yeah. seeing the pictures and it's, this thing has been, for a guy that I, I never felt was dramatic, mm-hmm. although he, he was he was enjoying being in the spotlight this year. Oh, well, that's the irony of it for somebody who is talking about wisdom and silence. I mean, right. he has right. passive aggressively screamed for months. I mean, where do you even begin? We've talked about it all, but throw the I'm offended shirt in there, throw all the comments at the match in there, throw his fiance and fiance's mother retweeting Stephen A. Smith videos criticizing the Packers. I mean you can, you can pinpoint so many different instances where he clearly is unhappy. Like that is real. Like he wanted out of green Bay completely. Like he was done. And then this isn't just myself saying this, Adam Schefter, Rob Domofsky was an excellent beat reporter. Like everybody's been saying this, like in the note, like his people aren't lying when, which is a big reason. I think you saw Vegas and sports books, they were reacting as if retirement was very, very real as late as Friday and all of these concessions, demands, negotiations, whatever you call this. It's really been in the last 48 hours. Like he, he wasn't going to show up to training camp and for him to do this 180, I think it's taken drastic, drastic measures, drastic change that you just outlined. You want Randall cop, get him. You want to say in this fine, like, they're, they're going to really give him a lot of autonomy, um, not just at the line of scrimmage, which he already have. He's going to have say in the front office, which is a huge shift from the way the Packers have done business. Ron Wolf to I'll throw Mike Sherman in there, Ted Thompson to now Brian Gutekind. So this is different. It's strange. And my point, Jim, is just I don't think his feelings are going to change. Like he's still going to be livid and pissed off and not – it's not going to be the best work environment with the people upstairs, but the teammates will be fine with everybody else. Eh, I don't know. So the, so the question I would have to Aaron Rodgers would be, okay, do you, in Aaron Rodgers perfect world, does he want to win a Super Bowl this year in green Bay and retire? Or does he want to win a Super Bowl this year in green Bay, go somewhere else and try to win a Super Bowl? Like what is his, I guess, what is your end game, Aaron? Like, what is it that you want to do? Why do you only want to be here for this year? That that would be my question to him. What is it so much that no matter what happens this year, you want the ability to leave? Why? Like, I still want to know why. What are you going to do? Like, where are you going to go? What, like, what is your end game? What's your end game? If he wins a Super Bowl this year, Tyler, does he retire? He might. I mean, I think that's still a possibility. I, so then why did he? It's need a big if. Here's the thing. Why though. did he need? 
what was his, I guess I'm trying to figure out why, why the void? Why did he need that year? Why does that make him happy? Why does a voided year in Randall Cobb make him want to play football? I think it's feelings. I mean, he's very much into his feelings and wanting to be appreciated in, in his mind. I mean, he painted himself as of as a victim. It goes back to the Jordan Love pick, right? Like yeah, that they drafted still about, a quarterback still about that. when yeah. he felt that he wasn't close to being done. I mean, um, it, it starts with that, but I mean, it's everything else kind of sprinkled in there. He didn't he didn't like how they dealt with Jordy Nelson, even though Nelson was right. decaying and finished done. in Oakland. Done. I mean, done. No Cobb done. done. Jake Kumaro one catch done. with the bill. Like you're, you're not missing. Right. So that. I mean, granted, it's one year, so maybe him being an assistant GM doesn't, like, poison the roster too much. You know, he can only do so much damage in one year if he's calling the shots. But uh, Here's where Aaron Rodgers better it, be it, careful with with being a GM and evaluating all these. I, I heard him come out with those receivers from the Jordan Love draft that he, yeah. you know, be careful. You're Because the number one rule in scouting is you, you're not an official scout until you've missed. So – you better, you better be careful about throwing out all these guys that you knew were going to be good receivers that you didn't tell anybody you, that in your own, you know, for your, yeah. you had it in your, but you weren't out in public. You weren't telling Green Bay who to draft. You weren't in on TV, like, you know, telling people we should take him or him. But now you knew they were going to be good. It's not that easy. And he thinks, and that's why you have to respect what Green Bay did where they had the conviction in Jordan Love. They had, the, the, and that is their job to do that. Yeah. That's why I don't care that they drafted him. But this thing that Rodgers is trying to do right now makes, I just don't understand what he's trying to get accomplished. Just, I don't get it. it I don't get it. Here's what uh, one person um, that used to be close to Aaron Rodgers, but has since been cut out of his life, um, texted me this morning, Jim. Textbook Aaron, pretend it all away. You don't confront it or talk about it. Doesn't exist. Master manipulator and passive aggressive coward. Um, so obviously some hard feelings there, but that's Tyler. You, that's you, kind of what we saw the last kind three, of what four we saw. months. I mean, right? it's really played out that way. It really has. And, and you've had those types of comments before, and you can't argue it. And, and it did play out this way. I mean, almost to a T. So it's you're saying though that it's worth it. Yes, it's worth I it. Feel like all of yes. this is worth it. For yes, what he can give you one Tyler, for one season. We we spent our time in Buffalo. When I say we, like Doug Whale and myself, the coaches, whether it was Rex, Marone, whoever, pounding our head trying to figure out how do you get the quarterback situation right. Yeah. So I'm always on the the other end of it is when the quarterback is in place, keep that. Don't worry, that stays. You know, and that's I'll always I will always be that way as a as an evaluator with the football team. Here, I, I know it get, kills you. I know it, it doesn't. You. I don't care. They can do whatever they want. I mean, this is, this is a great like team. It's yeah, a great team. They could win the Super Bowl there. this year. I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, like they absolutely could. We've talked about how great this roster is for months. They're team. they're loaded. They've got vets. They've got young talent all over the defense. They're in a bad division. They're in a bad division. We just talked about the NFC North. Yeah, they're the best team in that division. Like. Here's what I'll say though. For one, even then, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, granted, look, they've won one with Aaron Rodgers. He's one and four in the NFC Championship game. No so even with no all of this, yeah. it, it's hard to win. So is it like the odds of winning the Super Bowl 
aren't going to be great just because the NFL is the NFL and you've got more teams in the playoffs. Now it's, you know, there's hope everywhere at the moment. And it, to me, it's still putting aside the potential toxicity and the fact that he's going to be texting everybody, how terrible Brian Gutekinds is comparing him to Jerry Krause. And I mean, he's going to be mocking everybody at every turn. It, it could get ugly. Like they lose a game. What's going to happen? Like, will he, take any accountability, um, which Seneca Wallace in our, in our story today was pretty honest about that aspect of it. Um, if people want to check that out, we, we caught up just a couple of days ago, but my point, Jim is even all of the feelings and drama and potential like cluster, you know, what aside, I'd still trade Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want anything to do with you. He's going to be gone after this year, barring a miracle. And you can get whatever you want for him. Like, what an opportunity. I mean, as a GM, you'd have to love that. Like, that opportunity to transition into a new era with all the picks, all the players that you could possibly want, especially before this past draft. Um, Maybe I'm being naive. And, hey, if you've got a stud quarterback, you should just cling to this guy as long as you possibly can. But it feels like a rare instance in which – like they could have made out pretty damn good back in April. Especially. And that's, that's, the, that's the ultimate gamble in this for really for green Bay was hey, they built this team. They, they were so close last year. They know this team is good enough. And for them to, to sit there and say, if we lose Aaron, we're probably not in contention this year. That's a hard swallow. I mean, you've put years of work into building this roster to get to this point. And you're this close to the Super Bowl with him. You know this. Getting rid of him, you yeah. might not even make the playoffs. So I, it's it's tough, Tyler. It's tough. I get it. I, I, what if they would have drafted your boy Justin Fields at three and gotten Nick Bosa and a future first and Debo Samuel and God knows who else? No guarantee. As much as I love Justin Fields, he's unproven. Yeah. He's not Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's, it's hard, Tyler. It's hard for me because I just – I know, I know. I will say, I don't think I will say this, ahead. Tyler. You made it brought up a really good point, and I, it just hit me when you were just talking about this with this year. Now, what Rodgers has done, though, is I think people might be a little quicker to to be a little more critical of him this year if they do lose a game or two and he doesn't play off the charts. Is he willing now that you put yourself out there, like, hey, cater to me, or else you have no chance? Well, they did. So now we're looking at you, Aaron, like, okay, we gave you everything. You better bring us back the ring. And what's going to happen when he, if he's not scoring on, you know, Tom Brady, three straight picks in a, in a or is he going to get some big time criticism? I think he will finally, like, I think it could come back his way. And how will he react to that being Mr. Yeah. You know, so there could be that side of it that we haven't seen Aaron get criticized before, but he has made it about himself. Well, that's the thing. Like who, who gets the blame this time? He's gotten a coach fired. Um, he's oh, yeah. you know, basically taking shots at his supporting oh, yeah. cast. He's lucky like, Mike Patton called that. Yeah, right. Blew that game a little right, bit. The, right. He's lucky because that's, you're right. Patton he's, took some heat that he, that Rogers really should have taken some heat in that game too. Matt LaFleur as well. I mean, he's on jeopardy yucking it up with a contestant. Remember where they, they put the thing up there, who decided to get to, and he's kind of yes. laughing along with it. And, you know, Tom Brady asked him, I don't smile along with it. And like, like 
uh, Doug, Doug Whaley brought it up on a podcast here and Seneca Wallace went out of his way to bring it up when we chatted. Nobody's talking about this scramble on third down. And maybe as Doug said, it's not a coincidence that he took the drama to the upteenth degree. And at least it doesn't, it doesn't hurt Aaron Rodgers in, in terms of massaging the narrative of his career. Then we're not talking about him not selling out at the goal line with a shot at the Super Bowl, literally on the line, <laughs> the goal line. So it's, it, you know what? He didn't really take accountability to my knowledge. He hasn't like said, Hey, I should have ran for it unless I missed it. Please tell me. I, um, I haven't seen it. It's, it, you know, the, after they lost the Seahawks, obviously a million things went wrong for him in that NFC championship game. It's hard to blame Aaron Rodgers for that, but boy, he was pretty critical of his head coach after that game. Rightfully so. I'll say Mike McCarthy coached soft that game. Um, they get blown out by Atlanta. They didn't really have any weapons. Um, gosh, what was the one before that? Oh, and the one in between with, with the Niners when oh, the yeah, second yeah. half was- hijacked the play calling and, and things were a little better when he did that, but it was ugly. It was really ugly. So I don't know. I, you know, very rarely do you hear him take accountability. So I think that was Seneca's point. Like now that he really has been given all of this freedom and autonomy and control and who knows what is part of the mechanism to repair the relationship. Um, there's a lot on him. Like, I, I think it'd be good to just see that accountability for sure. And he, he's, he's obviously the MVP. He's obviously really good. I'm not saying yeah. he's not, but he, if to be considered, you know, Michael Jordan, good, like you put on Instagram uh, with Devonte Adams, like that's next level. That's a, that takes something a little extra. This, I, I, I want to text Gudicus so bad right now and just say, just give me, I want to hear, do you have dinner lined up with them? Do you have, do you have to eat breakfast with them every day? And I just want to know like, what is everything that has to happen right now? Like, it's, oh, I can't imagine. I know. I, I feel for him, man. I really feel for Brian Gutekinds because I wouldn't feel, yeah. But it goes to your point, too. Does Aaron Rodgers, is he commit, like, is he dying to win a Super Bowl this year in Green Bay? Or is he just like, hmm. I'll give it a go, see what happens. If not, I'll go somewhere else next year. I, That's a great question, Jim, because 2018, there were people who felt that he took he that would. attitude to the season, that it was very much, the lack of a better term, fuck it mode. You know, let's just yeah. go out there and see what happens. Yeah. You know, let's just see. And you saw it. They were, what, six, nine, and one, something like that. And it was ugly. The coach gets fired. Everything kind of falls apart. And it wasn't, you know, he was high, taking control of the offense, you know, to the upteenth degree. So you run the risk of that. You absolutely run the risk of that. We've seen this with guys that put so much effort into. I've seen it with with, with how Breeze, Breeze, Drew Breeze lived to win that Super Bowl. I mean, it look what Tom Brady did right when he went to Tampa. I mean, he got everybody to like live for it. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's doing it in Buffalo. Mahomes and those guys do it in KC. Um, they, they, they put, they're so invested in each other and their yeah. team to win that Super Bowl. Is Aaron invested like that? Maybe he is. I don't, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. No, it's absolutely worth um, talking about because we saw, the dark side of that in 2018 when he kind of checks. I, I think though, I do think that he's going to play he's ready pissed to off he's, like he did last yeah. year. Yeah. He I feel like you're going to see, you know, yeah. pissed off, locked in full control at the line of scrimmage, Aaron Rodgers, and they'll win a lot of games and he'll yeah. be up they're, for MVP. And no doubt, no doubt. All of it, all of it. And you're right. If they do win a Super Bowl, I mean, there are teams 
look here in Buffalo. Right. That would, I mean, I mean, Mike uh, Vrabel uh, said he would like, you know, cut his penis off for a Super Bowl, didn't he? <laughs> or was it a testicle? I can't remember. I'm busting with the boys. Either way, time. either way. It, it, yeah, that's the Dan Campbell Vrabel. That's that coaching style. But, <laughs> but there, but the, um, to that point, like people would kill. Like, you, so you're saying it's worth it for that real shot one year? Go for it. See what happens. Yes, yes. It, it, your your history is made forever. You're considered everything's great. Like it, it just. I, I witnessed it, saw it, lived it. The Super Bowl is do whatever you can if you have a chance. I guess my prediction is. They win 11, 12, well, 13 games. They get into the playoffs, why. and it, it's what we've seen. I This is why I'm excited, though, because the number one – the team that put themselves out there more than Green Bay, we talked about this, was the Rams, right, with Stafford. Yeah. And we've, heard, we've had to hear how Detroit has held Stafford back for his whole career, which I've never heard of about a great quarterback. But, okay, let's give it to you, Matt. It's all Detroit's fault. It's not your fault at all. The Rams Packers, if we could get that matchup, because that Man. is a lot of people's jobs are not jobs. I mean, I should, maybe not jobs. McVay, maybe. I mean, if the Rams don't get there, yeah, they've given up everything. We're talking egos, reputation. If Green Bay doesn't get there, they haven't given up everything. Aaron Rodgers moves on, and they have their next quarterback in place already. So, Honestly, the Rams probably have more pressure on them than Green Bay does. But that's the conference final I would love to see. I'll tell you that. Well, let's let's hear your top three teams in the NFC. I mean, we're still doing our well, divisional preview, so we'll get to yeah, everything. We, but we were like, waiting for Rogers. So Green Bay, I just I feel like they're right. I mean, obviously, it's this isn't going to be anything shocking. I mean, Green Bay and um, the Rams. I put the 49ers up there. I for some reason I like this 49ers yeah. team. I told you that. Garoppolo or Trey Lance, they'll figure that out. You know, I think they will. Um, I think those three teams are just in the NFC are just really good, like loaded almost. I mean, the Saints are going to fall back. Saints aren't. I just don't see it at quarterback. I don't know how they pull that off. I don't see how they pull it yeah. off. Seattle, Seattle will be there. You're right, and I think this is probably a big reason Green Bay does Carolina, it too. Carolina could be a team that that kind of annoys people, like. If Darnold calms yeah. down with turnovers, that could be a team that maybe sneaks up on some people. I kind of like Washington as that team. Washington's another good – like those are teams I think are very are very good teams. I don't know if they're good enough to beat Green Bay and the Rams. But right. those teams are certainly going to be teams you got to pay attention to. Oh, and, and Tampa. You even talk Tampa. about Tampa. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, was, I knew there was another – so you, you got your locks. You got your Tampa, Rams, Green Bay locks that are going to be fighting for it. Returning all 22 starters. First Which doesn't mean anything. Those, yeah, that, that's the same team that basically if Rodgers played well, wouldn't have beat Green Bay in the, in the NFC chain. I still can't stand it. But it's a big, it's a big if. It's a big if. I just don't think it's that easy to return all your starters and you just, you know. But it's the first time since 1979. I mean, it, usually a team wins a Super Bowl and that Pat Riley disease of me kicks in and yeah, guys want new contracts, guys want out. Um, I know Chris uh, – Sims kind of threw that theory back in my face when I said, you know, Tom Brady's always kind of taking a little less money. So they have that flexibility, but I mean, it seems like it, like it seems like he manipulates his contract in a way so you can bring in it's guys. The NFC, the NFC is going to be, it's both really both conferences are just football has it locked down. I mean, it is going to be, 
And it all starts, like we always talk about every episode, it's all because of the quarterbacks. It is. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and Carson Wentz, does he come back? I mean, that's the AFC. Then the NFC, we're talking Brady, Rodgers, all these guys, like Russell Wilson. It's Stafford. It's awesome. So say we'll wrap it up like with this too. And thanks so much for hopping on, Jim. Like, no, it's great. Say the the Packers losing the playoffs to somebody, Mm -hmm. divisional round, NFC championship, even the Super Bowl. Like, say it's over. Aaron Rodgers, you know, wants out still. Um, What do you think they could even get for him? You know, he's a little more banged up, a little older. Say he has his typical Aaron Rodgers season. What what could they get for him? And, And to you, was it still? Was it still worth it? You know, yes. Green Bay will be they won't get what they want because teams know it's they're they're moving on. But they won't they don't have to panic because they have so they can still get something good, is what I'm saying. I think they'll get something good still. Probably a like a first and a mid-round. Oh, yeah, pick. I think a first for sure. And then some yeah, it wouldn't be the craziness that yeah. we could have seen if they I did it. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's what makes it interesting. Group. That's what makes yep. it interesting. I just think you add it all up, hey, and they everybody's let getting Tyler. Everybody's pass. gambling. Green Bay's uh, gambling. <laughs> Rogers is gambling. Everybody's gambling. Well, Jim, I should probably get back to the fam here, right? Tyler, I mean, it's getting it's getting down to crunch time here. Next time we speak, you're yeah. you're you're now exactly a veteran father once you have two. <laughs> I, I only have one, so I will be leaning on you for all the advice. I can't wait. We are so freaking you know what? ecstatic. You said something so great a couple weeks ago. You're so tired of people saying, oh, wait, wait till you get this <laughs> second one. You'll see. It, it's great. Let, let's not kid ourselves. We know how hard it is. Anybody that has kids knows it's hard. Yeah. Give us another one. They're unbelievable. I, I love it. No, you're right. It's crazy. It's chaos. It, it is the crazy. game changer. You are, but you already know that. You already know it. So it's not like you're going to be surprised by anything. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jim. Hope yeah, uh, the fam is doing great on your end. And Dude. I can't wait to do this in person at Hamburg Brewing. Yeah, we got to get back to our the roots. Top. Yep. We're gonna they, they our our beautiful sponsors, Hamburg Brewing Company. We'll be back there. Um, like I said, uh, be on the lookout next week. Subscribers to um, go long paid subscribers will be able to hang out we're going to do a kickoff bash at hamburg love it uh we're, we're kind of penciling in the saturday before the season begins Perfect. Uh, so more details on that soon and you might be seeing jim monas a little bit more around the goal we, we, yeah, we got some plans i like so, it thanks so much everyone we'll catch you next time